0: time to shine with yes, the sir. NFC North who belongs to our Chicago Bears. Oh that,
1: that's right they do. It's still it's run by the Chicago Bears, <laughs> <Yeah>. baby. <laughs> so a little bias there, but go ahead, Pat. Yeah, yeah, no, no bias. Um I'm gonna start with the Lions. Uh the running backs are kind of a question mark. CJ Anderson, Carrion Johnson. Um The interesting with Detroit to me is their tight ends. Um, They got Jesse James from Pittsburgh, and they drafted TJ Hawkinson from Iowa. And at Iowa, he had 760 yards, six touchdowns, 49 catches. Dude was a stud. I think that's going to be a legitimate tight end battle. Um, Their wide receivers are good. You got Kenny Galladay, had uh, over 1,000 yards, five touchdowns last year. You got Marvin Jones, 500 yards, five touchdowns last year. But they added Danny Amendola is really interesting to me and uh the Jermaine curse injury is definitely going to hurt their offense but i think it opens it up for guys like marvin jones and amandola to keep going um do you guys have any thoughts on the lions um uh, inter- oh, sorry you can go
2: No, go ahead edgar i was gonna say i no, i love tj atkinson coming out of college him and no fan were spectacular tight ends uh, both dynamic in their own ways. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, great locker as well as pass catcher. Um, I, would, you know, I would argue that Noah fans is the better pass catcher. I would the agree only, with that. The only thing that concerns me uh, with the Lions and the tight end position is you know, they've heavily invested in it, but last year they were second to last in tight end targets, and that might be due to the talent that was there. There was Levine, Toy Lolo, and Michael Roberts. So,
3: But they didn't utilize Ebron when they had him.
2: Yeah, so, they,
3: yeah
2: so, so that's the only thing that concerns me, and that, that kind of goes back to the Saints and how you know whether how they've utilized the tenant position in the past to where they're at now.
3: agree. I mean, you know, for me, the, the Lions are kind of one of those teams who always seem talented, but they seem to underperform, whether that's, like, fantasy and just um, in the NFL in general. A lot of their people, be, with the exception of um, Calvin Johnson, like – they're never usually towards the top in fantasy.
0: You know, when it comes down to it, I think the only two players um you know you're touching in fantasy when it comes to this team is gonna be on Johnson and Kenny Galladay. Um Kenny is just he's he's shown he's a great receiver. Um, you know, and Carrion can can do some work. Um if he's you know, I don't know, he's R B fifteen right now. Uh I would Aaron on the side of maybe a flex player, maybe bottom tier of the running back twos, I guess. But, yeah, I don't want anything else to do with this team. I don't want with their quarterback.
1: Their running, with their running backs, I think we need to see how they're going to play out because they did add C.J. Anderson, so yeah. that may cut some of the workload from Kerryon Johnson.
0: I think not um, even at the goal line, though. I don't know if that's going to affect him.
1: I don't overall. know. I don't think we know yet. Honestly, true. I don't think we know how that's going to play out until we see it. Because last year, CJ Anderson had a down year, and two years ago, he had over a thousand yards. So I think it's kind of a wait and see with their running backs.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean,
1: there's nothing else
0: I got for that team. Yeah. Else? With that in mind, would you take just
2: would you take Carryon Johnson, or would you take Leonard Fournette?
0: Oh. there's a lot of work out there. in Yeah. Um I'm I'm still leaning towards carry-on, I personally think. Mm-hmm.
1: I I I guess it depends on where you're drafting and who's already come off the board. I'd probably go with Fournette because he will be the obvious starter if he's a hundred percent. Yep. No, I, I get,
2: Yeah, that'd be tough for me too, but like like you said, the CJ Anderson thing pops up I think you could take a lot of the goal line
1: carries from KJ
0: yeah yeah and that that obviously will affect you but um what do you got there pat for your next team
1: um i'm gonna go with the minnesota vikings uh kirk cousins as as much as people hate on him dude have had a 70 percent completion rate he had 4200 yards 30 touchdowns only 10 picks um he put up good numbers even though his attitude may be a little on the low side um I like him as a QB1. It also depends on the matchup, too, because he can get hit hard, he can get rattled, and make bad decisions. So if he's playing,
3: you know, if it's the
1: week, yes, if it's the week he's playing the Bears, (laughs) then I would probably stay away from him. Um, Their running backs are good. I like Dalvin Cook a lot if he's healthy and plays a full 16. But their rookie running back, Alexander Mattinson from Boise State, in 13 games last year, 1,400 yards, 17 touchdowns, dude Exploded. I like him a lot. I think there might be some running back competition there. And the tight ends are actually really interesting, too. I think this is the year Kyle Rudolph might be pushed out, because they drafted uh, Irv Smith Jr. from Alabama, 700 yards, seven touchdowns last year. Um, that's that, that's going to be an interesting battle to watch, because at some point, I see Irv Smith taking over the uh, number one starting tight end job in Minnesota. Um, and then the the number one pick out of Minnesota is going to be Stefan Diggs. Um, even though Adam Thielen blew up last year, I still think Stefan Diggs is the uh, better of the two. Um, and that's an unpopular opinion. Um, but I do, I think Stefan Diggs is going to be popular. I, I think that Adam Thielen's breakout season last year was uh, a fluke. And I see him regressing really, really bad this year.
0: Wow. Um, yeah. oh. Hot... Hot take galore, yeah. right there. I know, unpopular wow. opinion. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's a big one right there. I did not expect that. Um, yeah, I, I honestly don't disagree though too much. Um, I think some point in in this career, I think thielen has got to come back down to earth. Um, yeah. I don't know what it is. I kudos off to him though. Undrafted player, you know, great things to see, but at some point. I think he comes back down to earth and Diggs is obviously going to be the more targeted type of player. He's your slot role type player that he just fills that need for Kirk cousins. Um,
3: I mean, Diggs I was- is a talented player. Thielen is just, you don't know why he's good, but he's just good. Well, he's a great route runner. So yes.
1: Yeah. And it, uh, an interesting note about uh, Diggs and Thielen last season, Diggs had 102 catches, over a thousand yards, nine touchdowns. Thielen had 113 catches, almost 1,400 yards, nine touchdowns. Both of those were career highs. Both of those were their first year with Kirk Cousins. So yeah. as a whole, they're only going to get better. Um, yeah. I just I I don't see Thielen taking that next big jump. I don't think he can repeat 1,300 yards.
0: Yeah, I, I mean that's a good that's a good call on that. Um, for me. You know what, this team, I don't like Cousins uh, in any light, so I will not have him on any fantasy team. Uh, Dalvin Cook scares the holy hell out of me. Yeah. uh, Those injuries, just constant. You you still win, though. Either one that you have at receiver with Diggs or Thielen, you're good. I personally want Diggs more, and I'm not touching any of their tight ends until I see something from them because you get burned. I've gotten burned too many times from Rudolph and he can go play.
1: Who hasn't?
0: Um, has I, 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 I feel uh, you I on that point. Anything to say, Edgar? I mean,
2: I was just going to pay back off what you said. I'm not touching their tight ends. Rudolph has burned me way too much. And then Er Smith, I lo- you know, I really like Irv Smith and coming out of a quality program in Alabama. But at the same time, he's he more of a pass blocker um, type of player. So um, I'd like to see him progress in the passing game, and I think he will. I just think it will take a little time.
3: Cam, so, you got this team? Yeah, I mean, fantasy-wise, I think they're two most draftable players and, like, best players fantasy-wise are obviously their receivers, Thylen and Diggs. You can't, Like you said, you can't go wrong with either of them. I mean, Diggs, you could probably draft a little bit later. He's going a little lower for ADP right now. But really, those are the only two players out of this team that I would touch.
0: So uh moving forward here then, Pat, who are you going with next? I swear to God, if you don't go with a certain team last, I'm gonna have to have a conversation with we you. We are <laughs> gonna
1: go with the Green Bay Packers. Thank God. Um the who? Uh, the uh, <laughs> the obvious best quarterback in this whole entire division, Deshaun Kaiser. Oh wait Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> um <laughs> 4,400 yards, 25 touchdowns. The guy added 270 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns. He's good. We know that. End of story. Um, First-year head coach. Who knows what they're going to do? Who knows if they're going to butt heads? I I don't see it playing out well, but it's still Aaron Rodgers, so he's going to do what he's going to do. Um, their running backs are interesting because they have Jamal Williams, who's dealing with the hamstring injury, but – They also have Aaron Jones. um, Eight touchdowns last year. 700 yards. Uh, Drafted rookie Darren Hall out of Pitt. uh, 1,100 yards. 10 touchdowns last year. Uh, Jimmy Graham. Obviously. Probably the best tight end in this whole division. Um, But I I don't think him and Aaron Rodgers have that connection that he had with Drew Brees. So I don't know how good that's going to continue to be with their relationship. But... Devante Adams, he had he was just shy of 1,400 yards last year, 13 touchdowns, 111 catches. I mean, the guy's a monster. I see him going at the back end of the top 10, depending on how your draft plays out. And um, they have some good receivers, you know, backing him up too. So if you're if you're in a deep league like a 14 or 16 team league, um, you can go with you know Geronimo Allison or Equinemius Saint Brown. I just like saying his name. (laughs) What do you guys think of them?
0: So here's what I have to say about the Packers. I hate Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm not touching him in the draft because I can't stand him. Um, The running backs are interesting. Um, Obviously, Jones is the better of the backs. Um, Now, tight end, the the, the tight end position gets interesting because – Um, Jimmy Graham came in Quote unquote in the best shape of his Career yada 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 we've heard this Before the only reason he comes in in the Quote unquote best shape of his career Is because he's got Jace Steinberger Right behind him Um, He's got some competition now So he better shape Up or he's done Um, So maybe Jace is somebody to to watch Down the road it might be a year too early For him but I am Going to actually shout out a buddy of mine who is a Packers fan from Chicago, but loves Packers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I don't get it, but yeah. he told me to make sure to mention his guy of MVS. He said MVS belt. Scantling yeah. is the guy to watch this year. Um, I don't know if he's saying maybe he jumps over Geronimo Allison or not on this one, but obviously the Packers throw the ball a lot. Uh, Valdez Scantling could be somebody that is somebody that can make some waves. Um, They're obviously very similar where they are in the wide receiver rankings for fantasy, but he, I I don't disagree. I think that's somebody to watch this year. Maybe if he can catch the ball and not actually drop it a bunch this year. Um, You got anything on that Edgar?
2: No, I mean, I completely agree. I would definitely take a look at the wide receiver two or three for the Packers, just because I think they're going to pass a lot, especially with, you know, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams in the backfield. Um, so I, I, you know, I think I would definitely take a, you know, a potential late round flyer on Geronimo and Allison. Um, and, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers makes his wide receivers, um, you know, not the other way around, aside from Devontae Adams, because he is, you know, crazy talented. Um, in terms of tight ends, um, I was surprised to, to see that the Packers were in the top 10 in tight end targets last year. Um, I'm not very high on Jimmy Graham. He's, 32 years of age, um, he can be coming into the best, you know, shape of his life. And I, you know, I disagree. I think he's, he's getting slower. He's not as dynamic as he used to be. And, you know, it shows and it showed last year um, and I think it'll show this year. So I think he definitely has a big threat behind him and I'm, I'm not really drafting me.
1: I agree.
0: Cam, you got anything?
3: I mean, for me as a Bears fan, it's hard to really take any (laughs) Packers player I I will say this about Rodgers. He's the most talented quarterback in that league, and fantasy-wise, he always seems to put up points. There is a little bit more question marks this year with the new young um, head coach, offensive-minded head coach, which is a flavor of the league right now. That could go well or it could go really bad. So there is some risk in fantasy that I think has been dropping him in ADP a little bit. And if the value's there, and you need a QB, you have the rest of your team, or you have a at least an outline of a good team. Um, I wouldn't overdraft him, but I could. As much as it hurts me saying it, I could draft Rodgers. I think it's hurt all of us yeah. talking about the the Packers. So.
0: It's my <laughs> bias that sticks out, but uh, I'll admit it. I mean, now now here's I, I'll get off the train of the normal fantasy, but now for me. If I'm playing daily and I have money invested in it, um, yeah, I suck up my pride and I definitely play one of them because I mm. like money. So <laughs> I, I will admit that I've, I've played Adams a bit. I don't know if I've played Rodgers too much, but I have played Adams um, just because you can't go wrong with it. Um, but moving on to your final and greatest team of the NFC North, Pat, which would be our Chicago Bears. What do you have fantasy-wise, man? This is weird to say. Well, what, what What's the outlook for them this year?
1: I like Trubisky. I had him last year, and there were a few weeks where I had him and Breeze. And uh, there were a few weeks where I had him on the bench and wished that I would have played him over Drew Breeze. Um, he had over 3,000 yards, 24 touchdowns, but he can run. He ran over 400 yards. He had three rushing touchdowns himself. I like that a lot. Um, I think the breakout player in this whole division is going to be David Montgomery. Um, Bias aside, just being a Bears fan, I think he's the most talented rookie in this division right now. I think that if if they take my advice, Tariq Cohen is going to be moved out to a wide receiver, and I think David Montgomery could be your starting running back. He had 1,200 yards at Iowa State. He had 13 touchdowns, and that's in 12 games. So he averaged more than one touchdown per game. This guy can score. He can run. We saw that Juke move he made in that first preseason game. It was beautiful. He can do it. Trey Burton, I loved them picking him up last year, but I kind of lost a lot of respect for him, um, not being able to play in that playoff game. But still, he's a decent tight end. He can catch. Uh, I really like Riley Ridley. I'd like to see him get a lot of looks this year. It's going to be difficult with the heavy receiving core of Anthony Miller and Allen Robinson, both getting their fair amount of catches and uh, some healthy yards too. Robinson had 750 yards. Anthony Miller had 423 yards. Uh, Miller actually had seven touchdowns compared to Robinson's four, Um, but the ball spread out. You know, I think it's, I think it's pretty nice. And then you add in somebody like Cordero Patterson who can play as a running back. Uh, He had, uh, 228 uh, rushing yards last year for the Patriots, and he had one rushing touchdown as well as three uh, receiving touchdowns. Uh, now, in my league, we we count uh, punt and uh, kickoff yards. So if you're in a league that's like that, that's kind of strange, he had 663 kickoff yards last year with the one touchdown that came against us. It was decent because um, if, if you got, you know, the – plus 50 bonus then not only do you get the yardage but you get the touchdown and the plus 50 bonus because every kickoff is going to be longer than 50 yards so it's an interesting dynamic and i think patterson's worth a pickup in maybe the sixth seventh eighth round what do you guys think
0: you know when it comes to this team um obviously i i like trubisky because i actually i'm going to shout out our buddy buzz here he had him in the league last year and actually used him quite a bit and won some games with them. And, you know, I think he had a similar situation with either him or Breeze or something. He had another pretty good, solid starting quarterback. But he played uh, Trubisky a bunch because of the rushing yards that you get out of him. And that's why I don't understand why he's so low in the rankings um, mm-hmm. as being like the 20th QB on the board. Because mm-hmm. I think that's he crazy. can move up that, that you know, uh, quite quickly. Um now for me, the view on the receiving core is a little different because I'm only going Robinson, um, with all the other talent on this team, I don't know who's going to get the ball. You have Anthony Miller, you have, uh, Ridley, you have Cordero Patterson, you have Gabriel, you have all these guys. And it scares me. Cause I'm like, well, who's going to get the ball. I do know at least Robinson's getting it. He's probably going to have a great big year. Uh, I don't know. Um, now for the deeper dive into stuff like that, more legitimate football wise, you know, I will say, don't forget to go check out bears on tap. Cause I will have more of that. And I'm sure Pat Hill here will mm-hmm. too, in the next week or two, once we get into the deep dive of the full season for the bears, but I'm only going Robinson. Uh, the other ones scare me. I, I just don't know. Um, Burton, if you wait on a tight end, it's not a bad call. Um, you know, he still can be a very productive player, but he will have times that he's quiet. Um, but for running back for me, I think, you know, Montgomery and Cohen are where it's at. I think Cohen still gets his numbers easy.
1: Well, last year, Cohen only had 444 rushing yards and three rushing touchdowns, but he had 725 receiving yards and five receiving touchdowns.
0: But that's why, like you said, he's going to be split out more. He's going to be yeah. going to get a lot of – I've been calling for it for years. Give me t- more two running back sets where I'm either getting Montgomery mm-hmm. and Davis, Montgomery and Cohen, whatever it is, so that it makes defenses be honest. And that's where Cohen gets his, his shine from is because he will get that type of stuff. All right, so – really for this bears team, like I said, it's straightforward. Um, you know, we mentioned who we like now, Cam and Edgar, what do you guys have to say for this team? So
2: I think for me, I, I mean, you hit it right, right on that. Like my favorite player going to the season is David Montgomery. And you know, who, who, you know, who isn't excited about this guy? I mean, in college, you know, he broke the FBS record with having 99 missed tackles in 2018, 2019 season. Um, he was probably my favorite player to scout when me and Cameron were uh, scouting for the NFL, uh, for the 2019 NFL draft. Um, and I had him as my uh, my second running back, just behind Josh Jacobs, only because of the ta- you know, Josh Jacobs being from Alabama and the talent that he faced and, you know, the success he had. But I, you know, I loved watching David Montgomery, so excited about having him there. I think the biggest thing to um, take away from David Montgomery and the Bears in general Is be careful where you're picking. Um, A lot of listeners being from the Chicago area, you're going to, a lot of Bears players will take, will be taken ahead of their ADP. David Montgomery probably be the most popular of them all. So if you're looking to get a Bears player, just be aware of your audience. Um, If you're playing with a lot of Chicago people, they will take David Montgomery a lot sooner than you think, and maybe a couple other players a lot sooner than you think. So keep that in mind. And for me, right now, Anthony Miller's, you know, Ranked at 53 in terms of wide receivers. I wouldn't mind taking a late round uh, flyer on him. You know, if I'm in a 12 team PPR, just because I think he can, you know, like you said, yeah, a lot of touchdowns last year he would get a lot of red zone looks. And that, you know, that running back with committee with David Montgomery and Tariq Owen is only going to help the wide receivers.
3: I mean, I'm not going to kind of like beat a dead horse here. Obviously, fantasy-wise, I love David Montgomery. I think Mitch Trubisky can be a solid, like, under-the-radar pick, too. But a player I'm really excited for is Anthony Miller. He basically said he was playing most of last year with one arm. He had shoulder surgery. I really think he could be a red zone threat. As Pat mentioned, his eight touchdowns led the team Mm -hmm. in receiving. I think he's really a player to keep an eye on. And – I mean, I know for me as a Bears fan, I'm still holding out hope for Adam Shaheen. He can be a weapon. The guy is really good at receiving tight end, and he's just so big, and he can move well for his thing if they utilize him properly and kind of go away from him being as much of a blocker. I think they will save his body, and he can really turn into a good player and a decent fantasy pickup, at least I hope. (laughs) I hope, too.
0: Yeah, I, I don't even care about fantasy-wise for him. Just show up this year be a better yeah. player. But, <laughs> just be on the um, field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just be on the field. Uh, so that'll wrap it up for the NFC North with uh, Pat here and our reigning NFC North champion Bears. And we're going to move on to the last group of the NFC, which was actually also the group that uh, had the NFC champions this year. But I'm not going to start with them. I'm going to start with the new up-and-coming Team of the West, which would be the Arizona Cardinals, and the reason I bring them up to start—it's kind of shocking here. Kyler Murray is actually outranking Mitch Trubisky already in uh fantasy rankings, which is just stupid.
1: Well, uh, it, it
0: is. He also, I think, outbeats him in PFF, which PFF can go play in traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I think the Love thing it. is, I do. I think Murray can run. Yes. Kid hasn't played a down in the NFL. So to rank him at 15 for quarterbacks and Mitch at 20 is a joke. Um, Me personally, not touching him. I'll take Mitch over him every day, and that's not being biased. Um, I I just don't see it. Uh, David Johnson scares me for running backs with that team because can he stay healthy? It it, it hurts to say because he used to be such a great player, but I I don't know what they're going to do. Cliff Kingsbury, uh, whatever, bringing him in, uh, I don't know. It, it, he's skeptical. I think he's way too high at five. I, I'd probably – I, I Cam actually brought up a great point earlier when he said, would you take Zeke if you had that choice? Yeah, I'd probably take Zeke right now over Johnson, and that's just me. Um, their wide receiving core is interesting. Um, their number one wide receiver is going to be Kevin White. Uh <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't even know if the, if he'll see the field. Um actually right now, uh Christian Kirk is their main guy. Um, you know, for fantasy wise. It, he's wide receiver 34. Uh Larry Fitz, the old aging uh veteran, is their forty fourth ranked wide receiver. Uh can't go you can't go wrong with Larry though. This team, though, kind of falls into the category that I see a lot, where I don't know who's going to be their guy. You have Christian Kirk, which is the rookie from last year. Great player. Larry Fitz just never goes away. Uh, Isabel is the hot, you know, preseason guy that everybody's talking about. Uh, and then you can't forget, uh, I think, what was the third round for uh, Akeem Butler. You know, there's yeah, yeah. ch- I mean, a the, uh, massive uh, wide receiver. I I know you guys mentioned David Montgomery is the guy that you fell in love with watching drafts. stuff. I love Keen Butler, huge target. I think mm-hmm. he's somebody to watch. They also have Keyshawn Johnson. Um, who's another player that everybody's been talking about lately. Um, so it, it, it's so, there's so many players to throw to, but the question is, can Kyler Murray sue over the offensive line to get the ball to one of them? Um, And then for tight end, they have Ricky Seals-Jones. I Whatever. He is what he is. Uh, I'd take Adam Shaheen over him for crying out loud. Um, He's a 26-ranked tight end. You're you're six players away from being (laughs) at the end of it. So I just don't think there's any really fantasy value for him. I know the tight end can be a rookie QB's favorite target, but I don't think Seals-Jones is really um, anything. So... That that's all I've got for you know the Cardinals. Um, Edgar, you have anything on them?
2: I was just gonna say Ricky Seals Jones. Man, did he burn me last year? <laughs> I am not touching him with a ten foot pole this year.
3: I'm still mad about it. So as you can see, he needed one point in a game. He didn't get one. Point. Long story. <laughs> Oh, I've um, but, seen that before, but that's
0: your own fault for believing in Ricky Seals-Jones. I, <laughs>
2: it was a one way flyer type of thing, but I mean, I, I do like David Johnson. I think the talent's there. With the air raid offense, it would be interesting to see how they utilize their star running back, um, as it does it typically doesn't involve uh, you know heavy rushing load. Uh, David Johnson is a great pass catcher, so I hope that they utilize him in that way um, because of the talent he has there. Um but other than that, aside from David Johnson, you know, I I, I am taking uh, Christian Kirk. I like him a lot, especially out of the slot or, you know, speeding down that. And I think he's a speedster. Um, I liked him uh, when he was on Texas AM and Um And Larry Fitzgerald is, you know, one of the most consistent players that we can see. And him working out of the slot is has done wonders for him in terms of progressing his game and extending his, you know, career and shelf life as a wide receiver. So, I'd take one of those two.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I, I, you know, me if you know, Larry's there at a later point, and I need like a bench type player, flex, the reliable. I, he is. Larry is 100% the uh, model of consistency at tight end, and I don't know if that's ever going to slow down. I think he's just going to play forever. Uh, Pat, you have any um, uh, eyes on anyone for the Cardinals, really?
1: I had David Johnson the year he got hurt in the first game and was out the rest of the season. So that made me really sad. Um, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Sorry about that. It still hurts, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. That, Cam, that year sucked.
0: Yeah, that, that's a tough one. Could you lose? Would you have him like first round or something?
1: Um, He was the number two overall pick because the guy in front of me took Le'Veon Bell. Ugh, that,
0: that's tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cam, do you have any. Do you have anything on the Cardinals?
3: The only thing I'll say is Christian Kirk. He's gonna fu- kind of function as a number one receiver-ish because um, Fitzgerald's old. I think we where he's being drafted. I think that's decent value to take a flyer on a number one receiver.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah that's that's definitely the truth there. You know, it, obviously you're looking at a number one receiver that late. You really can't go wrong with it. You know, if you're filling out a team and you're like, hey, my Three restarting wide receivers are all number ones, but you know, they, yep. I got two of them late. It's a win-win there. Um, we'll see really how that pans out. I'm just scared of how this team will be down the road. Um, but really, you know, that's, that's all I got for them. I'm going to move on to the next team here, which would be, I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. Um, and our guy here, Jimmy G. Oh, what a good old. What was that school? Eastern Illinois. Eastern. Got a yeah, couple... same
3: as Romo.
0: I got a couple people around, you know, my life that have been there. Uh, our, our good guy, Juice Man, uh, met up with Jimmy. You know, he's seen him at Eastern. Uh, my wife actually went to school at the same time. I don't oh, know no. if she knows him or not. But um, mm-hmm. you know, Jimmy G. I hope he comes back. Um, obviously, right now they've got him ranked at 19. That can skyrocket. Um, he's a great player. Uh, to be in the realm that he is with Mitch Trubisky and then Kyler Murray's in front of him, yet again, I'm going to say is a joke, Jimmy G is a good player. Um, so if he stays healthy, he'll be fine. Um, it's the question of who he's throwing to at this rate because right now, uh, he's got Dante Pettis and really not much else that you know it's, it's a very skeptical wide receiver core. Um, but but the biggest butt on that team, he's got one of the greatest tight ends that just flew through the uh, the scene last year, and good old uh, Stone Cold Kittle. Um, you know, he's number two. He's number two at tight end. That's not going to change anything. Uh, if Jimmy's healthy, he's going to stay there. He's going to be the main target. Um, so if you want to grab a tight end, and you really want to throw it out there. Yeah. You're going, you're going, uh, you know, you're going George Kittle here. Um, Simple as that. Um, They're wide receivers. Like I said, skeptical. Uh, Pettis is the only one that is draftable in my eyes. Um, He kind of falls in the same category as Kirk. So when it comes to Pettis or Kirk, you know, it's, they're both number one wide receivers that you're going to get in a later round. So, that's a good one. Um, the running back situation there is another one where it's going to be a running back by committee, I believe. Um, you got Coleman, you got, uh, you know, Brita and McKinnon. I mean, right now I'm looking, and they're all pretty much around the same area. You know, you got Brita is the 42nd ranked running back. You know, McKinnon's the 50th, and Coleman's the 27th. So it's going to be something that you probably want Coleman, but yet I, you want to sit and wait and see what happens because I don't know if Coleman really ends up being that high. One of those other two could be a higher you know, uh, ranked running back by the end of the year than, than Coleman. Um, Pat, what's your thoughts here on the 49ers? I think you're a Jimmy G guy, aren't you?
1: I liked him. Um, I am not sold on him yet. I need to see more from him, but I liked him a lot. Um, I was a big fan of Kittle, uh, which is funny because I lost because of him twice last year. And, uh, that's it. I, uh, if they make a good connection, that's a solid, a solid pairing right there.
0: Yeah. That's, that's the key though is, you know, can they be connected? Because obviously with, um, you know, Jimmy G missing some time last year. It wasn't Jimmy G throwing to Kittle all the time. So, you know, can they still have the connection? Because that is that is the real question there. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam, what is your view here on the 49ers?
3: I like Jimmy G and his lightning quick release as a player. But fantasy-wise, the only one who will have an impact this season, in my opinion, is George Kittle, the number two tight end overall. But everybody else is kind of moot at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I could definitely, I could, I could see that. I mean, obviously the concern is there with the injuries for Jimmy G. So yeah, really at this point, the only one that you know for sure is going to make an impact is Kittle. Um, Edgar, what do you see with this team?
2: Um, I mean, aside from Kittle, like if I, you know, in terms of just like you know, getting the scraps on the team. Um, the two people that like, I would take a look at, um, in terms of running back-wise, I would take a look at Ke- uh, Tevin Coleman as a late, late-round flyer. Like you said, it's going to be a running back uh, by committee. They just paid Jarek McKinnon a load of money. They're going to want to use him. Um, and you know, But the thing with, about Tevin Coleman is that he was in Atlanta with Kyle Shanahan, so um, I think they got him over for a reason. I think Kyle's going to use him um, to the best of his ability um aside from that uh in terms of receivers like you said I don't see him really aside from Dante Pettis but I mean Marquise Goodwin in 2017 did have a near a thousand yard season so I'm not drafting him at all but I wouldn't be surprised if later in the you know in in the later weeks he might be a waiver wire ad depending on you know who Jimmy G goes to rapport with um aside from George Kittle
0: yeah yeah that's a good point um You know, with that being said, I'll move to the third team here. That's going to be the Seattle Seahawks. Obviously, um, starting right off the bat, you got Russell Wilson, um, QB9 right now um, in the rankings. He's still just too good to skip out on. You know, he's got all the, you know, he falls into that uh, Cam Newton, Trubisky kind of thing where they, they can all run you get value off that and he he's a solid player who doesn't turn the ball over. Um, with their receivers, they just paid locket a lot of money. Um, so he's going to be high up there yet. You know, you see he's, he's 19th in the wide receiver ranking. So as to why he's so far down, yeah, if I'm able to get him as my wide receiver too, uh, it's a happy day for me. Uh, the talk of town right now for them is DJ Metcalf. Um, He's a player, though, that I sit here and I say, show me, and I'll believe it. Um, I, I, You have to see it before anything, uh, and that's why I'm not going really after him. Um, their tight end group is same thing as last year. <laughs> um, so, really, they don't really have a viable option unless it's like a streamer, again, where, you know, you have Will Disley and, and you know, Nick Vanette and stuff like that. I just that's an area I'm not going to go after that team, but the biggest position I actually want to bring up. And it's an interesting one because there's been major talk in their running back group. Um, Chris Carson is being raved about, and they're talking about how he's going to get a bulk of everything, but you got the rookie from last year in Rashard Penny, who's breathing down his neck. You know, uh, they're both kind of drafted in the same areas right now. So, I know they're talking about Carson being the number one. He's going to get, you know, all the work. He's going to get the volume. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Penny couldn't show anything last year that much, but I, I don't know. That's a group that they're interesting. I, I would, I I'm erring on the side of watching what they can do, but I think it's going to be a very uh, run heavy attack um, for them again. But uh, I don't know who, who would you rather have Pat? in their backfield on your team.
1: Probably go with Carson. Carson's a safer play. Yeah. Nice. he's uh, a safer play in my opinion.
0: Edgar, what do you think?
2: Carson. I would say I would say Carson as well, but like I wouldn't mind picking up Rashad Penny, you know, like last pick as just you know like the handcuff to Chris Carson because if Chris Carson does ever get injured, they're gonna throw Rashad Penny into into the game. And like you said, they were actually second in rush attempts last year behind the Ravens. So they're gonna run the ball and then they you know, that's uh that's what their offense is, you know, built upon since last year. So
0: and it really is a two headed monster with them. It's mm-hmm. Penny or Carson now. You got Mike Davis departing to go to Chicago. You ain't got much yeah. behind him, so it's it's a one two battle there. Uh Cam, who would you pick?
3: For me, this reminds me of the time that the Dolphins traded Jay ajahi and in fantasy we added a pick between Damian Williams and Kenyon Drake. I chose Kenyon Drake, and Damian Williams ended up getting more points, um, so that was kind of that. Um, for me, I would go with um, Richard Penny, the first-round pick. I think it's all going to come back to him. They liked him enough. They overdrafted him, in my opinion, in the draft, but I think he's going to get opportunity. He has looked good in preseason. You
0: know, I could see that. They did overdraft him. Um, see, the thing is with... I don't know. It's going to be a tough battle. They're going to be going at it every week, but I'm going to wrap up the Seahawks there. I'll probably go with, uh, I'll go with Carson for now. You know, I, I don't know what it's going to pan out. I don't really care about that team. Yeah. Um, gonna miss I'm, probably, Baldwin. yeah the, I'm really not going to draft either one of them. So I don't, it doesn't matter to me, but I'm going to wrap this up here. This is going to be the last team we're going to cover and that's going to be the team that choked away the super bowl and the team that couldn't beat the bears in the regular season. Just putting that out there. But we're <laughs> going to go with the Los Angeles Rams. Jared Goff. Yeah, we get it. He he is who he is. You're going to put him on a team, he's going to put up numbers. Um you know, that's what it is. He's a good quarterback. He's a safe play. Um he, right now he's the 10th ranked quarterback. It's yeah, if you're sitting and waiting for a quarterback, like it keeps saying, you know, he's a safe play. Um, now, with the wide receivers, that group is even more screwy than the Vikings. You got Brandon Cooks as the 16th uh, ranked wide receiver. You got Woods as the 17th, and you got Cooper Cup as the 22nd. Okay. Um, pick your poison, because they're all going to do something, Um Woods, to me, is the more interesting play. Um, I like Woods just for the fact that I think Cup, he, his injury scares me. I don't know if he can get hurt again, but Woods just seems more reliable. Cook seems like the big play guy. Um, I'm more all in for Woods. Um, yeah, I'll I'll throw another question out there. Edgar, who are you taking out of those three?
2: Um, I think one person to keep in mind is Cooper Cup. Uh, last year, prior to his injury, he was top. I believe he was top fifteen in terms of uh, uh, fantasy wide receivers, and he's become one of the favorite targets for Jared Goff. So, bearing any like further injury, I think he can, you know, bring even more further craziness into this wide receiver group. And I think another thing to keep in mind is that the the LA Rams were six in terms of targets to wide receivers last year, so they're going to yeah. be using him a lot.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good point, Cam. Out of the three, who are you taking?
3: For me, it would be Cup as well. Um, out of all three, Cooks is more of a volatile player. He'll be their big threat, their home run threat. Some weeks, he can get like five points or like zero points. And I think Cup will just consistently do a little bit better than um, Woods.
0: Okay. All right, Pat, who you got out of the three?
1: My honest answer is none of them, um, <laughs> and that's only because they spread the ball out so much that you can't rely on consistency in numbers. But if it's gonna be anybody, it's gonna be Cooks because of the long ball. Okay. Well, so
2: speaking an argument to that though is if you had if you I think there was this, uh, a stat last year if you had like a good portion of the Rams, including their defense, you were doing well on
1: fantasy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I could agree with that. Now, speaking of receiving threats, I'm gonna talk about their big tight end. We're gonna go with Jared or Gerald Everett, who I'm not drafting because, yeah, yeah, he's even worse than Ricky Seals Jr. at this rate, and and it's sad to see because they throw the ball so much, but it's to the wide receivers and the running back. Um, I'll touch real quick. Obviously, this is a defense you want. Um, you you're not gonna skip out on them. They're they're good. The offense keeps the ball moving. That's gonna help the defense out. Um, The last Thing I'm going to bring up here And that is going to be the running back um, Lots of talk Right now on Todd Ger- Todd Gurley's injury potentially um, And whether or not he's going to Get all the work that he previously did Now They have him ranked pretty Low um, Now if I would have him as my RB2 Yeah I'm going to be a happy camper But the big question is going to be who takes over behind him. Is that going to be more Malcolm Brown? Is that going to be more Daryl Henderson? Um, my honest view right now is it's Malcolm Brown for now. I think that will click quick, quickly, if I can get that out correctly, change to Daryl Henderson. And I just think that he's the better player than Brown. I don't know when that takes over. It could be, you know, in a couple of weeks. But I think Henderson will have a better season than Brown, but I don't know if that's that much of a difference until the end, but Gurley, you still have to, you still have to go out and get him. I, I don't know how he's so low. Um, Pat, what is your view on Gurley right now?
1: My view is I have to look at how my draft goes, who, who falls off the board before we get to Gurley? If I can get him in the second round. And I can get another top five running back in the first round. Then I'll take him at, you know, 12, so, 13, 14.
0: So the hypo- hypothetical right now is: so say you're in the first round, you have one of the first two picks or first three picks. Mm-hmm. You get uh, you get a CMC. You know, you get a Christian. Um, so then you know it's a snake type draft where you don't draft until the later round of the second. Yes. And people are scared of Gurley. If he's there and you're. Picking then technically at that point, like what 21th or something. And he's still there. Yeah. You're going to jump all over that.
1: I think too, if you're, let's say you're in a 10 team league and you're picking fifth and then you don't pick again until 15th. That's the perfect position right there. Cause you can get a top five running back and you can pick up Gurley to have a one, two. It's perfect.
0: Yeah. And if he's obviously, even if he's getting 75% of the work he was getting last year, he's still an absolute monster. Um, so what is your view there, Cam, then with uh, Gurley? Are you, are you staying away from him a little bit, or are you just kind of playing it by ear?
3: Yeah, I'm staying away from him a little bit, especially like after the Super Bowl. Him not playing the Super Bowl, to me, that shows there might be a bigger issue. The Rams as a whole seem kind of – I'm going to compare them to the Eagles where they're more system-based. It seems like they could throw almost any running back, any receiver there, out there, and do well. So fantasy wise, that's hard to judge.
0: Yeah, and and I could see that. I mean, that's that's why you know Brown looked well, CJ looked fine. I yeah, think, you know Daryl Henderson will walk right into it and be okay too. Um,
2: yeah, there's this
0: team. You know, Edgar, what uh, what's your view here on on Gurley? I mean, I'm re- I'm really
2: concerned about the, his knee and his knee arthritis. I mean, he had an injury when he was in Georgia. Um, I believe he tore his ACL, so he's had a history of the, these issues. Um, and he's had a huge workload. So, um, but like you said, even if he has just seventy-five percent of the volume he did last year, he's still top ten in fantasy points within the likes of James Connor and James White. Um, so, I I don't. I'm not necessarily going and reaching for Gurley, but I would take him maybe second round if he's there. Um, I think he's going to drop personally. Uh, I'm I'm definitely not taking him in the first round, and I would suggest maybe taking him in like mid-portion mid, mid portion of uh, the second round um, because, like I said, the production's there even at 75% of the workload.
0: Absolutely. Um, this is probably the best team in the NFC uh, fantasy-wise. I mean, you're obviously drafting their defense. You're drafting one or two of their running backs, three of their wide. They really are <laughs> all around other than tight end, which is one position I still don't understand why <laughs> they don't have anybody there. But, hey, if if it works, it works um so that right there is gonna wrap it up for our power hour and rundown of the nfc this week so we're gonna move on to the closing of the show for our last call um i'd like to thank everybody for joining us uh i'll throw out one last question out of the whole nfc who is the rookie you are the most excited to watch this year pat what is your answer
1: I said it earlier and I'm going to stick to my guns here on this one and I don't want the Bears fan bias to come out but it's got to be David Montgomery. I think the position that he's in with the team built around him, he's in a position to succeed. Absolutely.
0: Edgar, who is your player?
1: You know what? I want
2: to say Daniel Jones, but I'd be joking if I was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I, I love both Iowa State products. I like Akeem Butler a lot. Um, as you mentioned before, he's a monster. He has great hands, so I'm excited to see what he'll do. But, you know, I like I said, David Montgomery was my favorite, one of my favorite players to scout. So I'm just crazy stoked to see what he'll do.
3: All right. Cam? I mean, thanks, guys. Now I can't say David Montgomery or anybody. <laughs> like Don't um, worry.
0: Mine's not going to be David Montgomery. So if you want to run with that one, you go.
3: Um, well, I'll ahead. go with Miles Sanders. I really think he has a lot of, like, he's really talented just in pure running back talent. And especially in the modern NFL of catching the ball, I think he can really put up a lot of points in fantasy.
0: Yeah. And he's with a good squad, just like, you know, yeah. uh, Montgomery is. Well, I'm yeah. going to... Th- out there because who knows when he's gonna play and I hope to God Washington does not trot him out there for his first NFL game against the Bears because he will die. But I'm gonna <laughs> go with my guy Dwayne Haskins. Um just because I think you know as a team with Washington, I think they they hit a home run not having to move around in the draft to get a quarterback. They obviously need one with the horrific injury that happened to Alex Smith. Um but you know what? I, I think he's in a prime position to grow at that team And, you know, be something down the road. I I hope he can put up some decent numbers this year at the tail end of it. So I'm going to be watching him closely. Um, But other than that, you know, I want to thank you guys, like I said, for being here tonight. Uh, I want to thank everybody for checking out the show. You know, be on the lookout. I'm sure within the next couple days here, we're going to have some articles popping up on the website I know Cam and uh, Edgar said they're working on some stuff. I will have one out soon, too. Um, Pat's busy man with all his bear stuff, too, and MMA stuff. So make sure, everybody, to go check out uh, OnTapSportsNet.com. Check out all of our articles. We cover all Chicago sports. Um, like I said, we even got Pat over here throwing down tons of MMA stuff. I'm sure that just doesn't end.
1: Going to uh, have a MMA podcast coming soon, too.
0: What breaking yeah. the news here. We're going to have an MMA podcast. Yeah, we're hearing that here first. Well, so like I said, just go to OnTapSportsNet.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all social media. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, you know, check out all our podcasts. Like I said, we got everything, and Pat just announced we'll have that MMA one running up, you know, eventually soon here. And uh, I know him. I know you and what? I'm sorry. It's uh, what's the other guys? Bones Tyler. Jones yeah and tyler tyler puts out a lot of great work on it too um so anything you need chicago wise and we got our fantasy stuff rolling too so uh make sure everybody goes and checks out all of our great content over there and all of our podcasts too so for us here at fantasy hour on tap everybody have a great night